This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes. And it all leads up to one. Winning Drive. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Winning Drive podcast. I'm Rita Hubbard, the NFL chick, co-host of the Glenn and Rita show on 105.7 The Fan with my guy, Cordell Woodland from Shaking It Up Sports and the Ravens reporter for 105.7 The Fan. And Cordell, the Ravens win 25 to 9. They cover the nine and a half spread that they had. But it, it is very bittersweet. The win is the win. It's one to nothing uh, in terms one one win and zero losses in, in week one. But it is bittersweet in the fact that the Ravens offensively struggled uh, for much of the game. And the biggest part of it is the injury bug that hit the Ravens uh, in the very first game. So first, before we start, I just want to um, send our condolences here at the Winning Drive podcast to J.K. Dobbins. Um, he has been confirmed to tearing his Achilles and will be out for the season. And that is just heartbreaking to hear um, because obviously J.K. had been fighting back from his knee injury. And this is a contract year for him. We don't know if that is going to be the last time we've seen J.K. in a Ravens uniform because he, this is his last year uh, under the contract. But uh, it is very unfortunate to see him going out with an injury as devastating as he did today. So we want to extend our condolences um, to J.K. Dobbins. But aside from that, J.K. wasn't the only person that got injured uh, in Sunday's game. We also had injuries to Marcus Williams. Um, We're waiting on that injuries as well to um, the offensive line, Tyler Lindenbaum and, and Ronnie Stanley as well suffered injuries. So when you see this happening, what were your your first reactions, Cordell, to seeing the all the injuries that was going on in Sunday's game? If, if, if you got a little bit of that spooky vibe, you know, yeah. when it's got when it, you see Dobbins and it happens right there at the goal line, um, and I and I saw him instantly kind of wave into for for somebody to come out or maybe for the trainers to come over, but he did walk to the sideline, and once I saw him have to be helped off the bench to and walk to the lock to the locker room. I I mean it, it just was a bad look. You you yeah. knew it wasn't good. Um and then I saw the report that came out on Twitter and then later John Harbaugh confirmed it that he had tore tore his Achilles and you feel really bad uh for him for sure. You know, it's a contract year and um the running back market being what it is and him having to 
go out there and, you know, play the through the last year of his deal right now. It's not ideal. He's been battling with injuries the last couple of years. It's just, it's just, you know, sad to see, to be honest. I think we can kind of at times get caught up in looking at these athletes as just not, not necessarily objects, but you, you, we kind of take it for granted the injury process and what all goes with the rehab and, and the toll it takes on these guys, not just physically, but mentally, you know, I, I just I just hope J.K. Dobbins has a really strong support group uh, that he can lean on because he he's really going to need it right now. Patrick Queen was emotional at the at the podium talking about it, you know, yeah. um, and it, you it, you go in the locker room. It didn't have the feel of a winning team. And the, look, the Ravens didn't necessarily play great. And out we, we will get to that at some point uh, as well. But the, the Dobbins injury and others. Marcus Williams, Patrick Queen. I'm curious to see what happens with Marcus Williams. I'm not hoping for the worst, obviously, but Patrick Queen kind of willingly brought Marcus Williams up at the podium when talking about J.K. Dobbins, how he felt so bad about Dobbins. He brought up Marcus Williams as well, and we didn't get any news from Marcus Williams. We'll see what happens uh, when we talk to John Harbaugh on Monday, see if he has an update, but you, you do feel bad for for these guys is Marcus Williams is another one that went through injuries himself last year. He's last year, yep. year of a big time contract with the Ravens. And I'm sure he wants to go out there and show that he's worth that contract. And it, it, it was a devastating day. Definitely put a damper on the Ravens win. Absolutely. Another thing that put a damper on the Ravens win is the Ravens offense. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've talked about this on the podcast many of times before. I've told people that I felt like that it was going to take a while for this train to really get rolling um, because there's so many new parts to this offense, the new offensive coordinator, the new wide receivers that they received. It's just a lot of new things. And you add the fact that they didn't have any like real snaps anytime this preseason outside of the joint practice that they had with the commanders. So you're, you knew you were going to see Russ. That was going to happen. Then you add all of the new moving parts to this offense. And to me, it just said that it was going to be something that would struggle. And that was what, what my concern was when we were talking about this last week about the um, point spread, because yes, the Texans are not a good football team right now. They have, they have good things about them, but, Overall, they're not a good football team. That being said, who knew what the Ravens were going to look like? They were without tight end Mark Andrews. Uh um, So there was that part of it. Um, And then you had all of these other factors. And so they came out sloppy, didn't look good. Um, The offensive line struggled. Lamar Jackson struggled. Um, And so there were some good things that came out of this. But when you looked at this offense, uh, at, at least in the first three quarters, really the whole game forget it let's just go <laughs> with the whole 60 minutes right. what is it that you saw um from this offense is there something that they can build from or do you feel like that there's still potentially going to be some rust moving forward for the next couple of weeks this episode is supported by fx's clipped the scandalous story of the 2014 clippers owners racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu.
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, it, I, I don't know if how long it'll go on. I mean, honestly, you look around the league, week one offenses weren't great uh, this All week. Yep. Joe, Joe Burrow looked terrible today. It was a couple of Probably. offenses that, that was pure garbage. Um, so I, I, I thought the Ravens got the run game working in the second half. Off, offensive line struggled today. They yes. struggled. I, yeah. I, I watched Will Anderson, uh, who's a first-rounder for the Texans. He looked pretty good today out there uh for the Texans I, that right side of the line was pretty shaky today Ronnie Stanley going down doesn't help Matt Patrick McCarry goes in on the left side but Lamar in the past game just never really looked comfortable I think uh the old offensive line had a part to do with that yep. and it just also looked like Lamar just looked indecisive at times he, he just looked like he wasn't trusting his eyes um at times and I don't know. It, it just didn't look sharp to me. This is a time in offense. And I knew the that there was going to be a problem when I never really saw Lamar get the ball out of his hands right outside, right after his drop. Um, that kind of let me know, okay, this offense is obviously not on time right now. Zay Flowers, he gets the nine catches on 10 targets. Some of those were just, you know, right there and going a couple of them, especially at the end, of, he's going backwards. Yeah. On a couple of those, but not a real sharp day for the offense as a whole. Um, I, I thought that they were getting away from the run game a little too much in the first half. And I thought in the second half to start this to start the second half specifically, they really got back to that run game. And I think that's kind of what helped the offense gain a little momentum. Um, but I do think it's going to take some time for it to come together. The the loss of J.K. Dobbins doesn't help. Um, if you want to find a bright spot. They have went basically the entire of the entirety of camp without J.K. Dobbins in the backfield. So they at least got to see what it looks like. And other guys like Justice Hill um, and Gus Edwards have already been out there getting those reps. So that's that's kind of the good thing, but definitely not a good start for the offense. And you have to assume that they will probably um, promote Melvin Gordon from the practice right. squad soon. Right. Um, Keaton Mitchell, we have to you know make sure that we be clear that he's on the pup, so he will not be available until week five. He's out for the first four games of the season. Uh, but back to Lamar, I'm sure if you ask him, and, and he's, you know, he's talked in the podium, but I'm sure once he looks at the film, he's not going to be too thrilled. And and a lot of it wasn't his fault, but then some things were, you know, the, the first interception was um, 
inexcusable. It was. Um, you are you're a veteran at this point. I know it feels like Lamar was just drafted yesterday, but this is his sixth season. You can't throw that ball. Um, and you also you have to find a better way of protecting the football. And he didn't do a good job of that no. as well today. Um, and I'm with you in the in the sense of he didn't look com- he never looked comfortable. I mean, he honestly he didn't really have a whole lot of time. Ronnie Stanley really struggled today. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's not just Ronnie Stanley. Morgan Moses well, struggled yeah. today, you know? Yes, it, 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 it wasn't it, – let me be clear. I'm not calling out one specific guy on the line. They did not look Kevin Zeidler. Kevin Zeidler. I saw him turning around a couple of times. Yep. <laughs> and and I don't know if that's a credit to the Houston, Texas defensive line because, like you mentioned, Will Anderson really does look like he's the real deal. And, you know, we have to remember that – Uh, D'Amico Ryans is their head coach who Mm -hmm. is a defensive mind, you know, so he's obviously implementing his style into what they do on defense. So they definitely struggled. I'm sure them not playing preseason helped in in the struggle as well. Um, But ultimately they did not play well today. Um, Zay Flowers, I saw people complaining about like, they felt like he was being force fed and maybe that's true. But ultimately, I understand the logic behind some of the past, some of the plays. It's like, okay, you might be doing a little bit too much here with Zay. But if you watched the game, there were times where it felt like um, Odell, they either had two guys on him or they had some safety help on the side for Odell. So it felt like Zay was the best choice in those moments to to make. And Zay, for the most part, uh, was successful in doing that. I mean, he he really played to me a well game for his first game as an NFL starter. Yeah, NFL he was, player. He, yeah, he was dependable. I mean, not, yeah. and yeah, you're right. Some of them were just some, you know, hiking snaps. I mean, hi, uh, hiking passes right out to him uh, on the outside, see if he could make a guy miss. You know, yep. and, so we, and a couple of times he did. I mean, he's he's very explosive after the catch. Um, but he made a couple down the field as well, and. On Beckham, I I found myself late in the game saying it didn't he didn't get a lot of separation today. Like it wasn't like Lamar, like he was wide open and Lamar just wasn't seeing him. Like you said, it was a couple of times I definitely saw him get double teamed. Yeah, uh, there were just times where he was just like covered, and we and us and I was talking to one of the other media members in the press box and said, you know, Derek Stingley's a first round pick. Yep. Uh, Nelson is a veteran in this league that has played games. I mean, look, it's he, Odell's been out a year. I mean, he looked, he's looked, I stand by, he still has looked good all summer. It's one game. He acknowledged he didn't have the start that he wanted to have to the season. He made some mistakes. I don't know exactly what the mistakes are, maybe in a, an assignment situation. Right. Um, but look, I, I, I definitely have to say he was, he, they did a good job. The Texans defense, I think we underestimated them. I think that's a part of this, right? I, we talk about how the offense as a whole struggle. It wasn't just one unit. It wasn't just one person. Um, I think that just tells me that the Texans defense is pretty good. Yeah, I agree. I, I definitely think that um, that is something that, you know, many people have underestimated and I understand the Texans aren't when you look at their roster on paper, it probably doesn't pop out to you. But like you mentioned, they have some first rounders on their team. Um, so I'm not surprised that they played better than expected. Right. But the Particularly minded head coach, like you said. Exactly. Exactly. Um, in terms of the tight end position, we know that Mark Andrews didn't play. I thought that we were going to get more action 
um, with Isaiah Likely. We saw them try to force it to Kolar. He dropped the easy first down pass, something yeah. that we've seen him do in preseason. Yep. So those struggles continue. But I thought that Isaiah Likely would be a, a little bit more of a part of what they were doing, and that just didn't seem like what they were doing today. No, didn't really get a, a lot of Isaiah Likely. And to be honest, I wasn't surprised. I, really? I, I really wasn't surprised. I, I When I found out that Mark Andrews wasn't going to play in the game, I figured some of those opportunities would be would go, would go to somebody else. Like but Zay? Figured, <laughs> yeah, and, and I figured it'd be Zay. And I also figured it'd be more Beckham than it was. But actually, Dobbins was a little more involved in the past game today than we've seen pretty much yep. the entire time yep. here. Um, so that, you know, that that wasn't necessarily the big surprise to me. I mean, and look, look at how they used Bateman today. Very sparingly. Bateman was pretty much maybe the split in time at the three with Aguilar, but he was almost the fourth receiver. It would seem like today. I'll see what the snap count looks like when it comes out tomorrow, but yeah, they kind of ease Bateman in there today. Not saying that, you know, there's anything wrong with that. He's, he, we know he's that Liz Frank, you know, they want to ease him back in there. I'm right. perfectly fine with that, but he didn't play as much as maybe some people thought he would. Yeah. It did feel like um, that, that, in the second half, I felt like we started to see more two tight end sets, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, obviously played a role into the run game and, and things. It, it, it helped a little bit uh, open up the offense a little bit right. more than it did in, in the first half because they just really didn't have a, a ton of success trying to spread it out. I mean, because the offensive line just didn't give Lamar enough time. There was one play, um, I want to say early in the first quarter, I feel like Zay Flowers was open potentially for a touchdown, but Lamar just had the pressure in his face so right. quickly, he just wasn't able to see it. So that part was interesting. On the flip side, on defense, um, we saw Ajabo strip sack, mm-hmm. fumble, you know, strip sack, fumble. We, you know, uh, we, we saw some good things. Yeah. Um, it does help that the Texans – has a horrible offensive line. Uh, so that 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 definitely helps. But they did look solid for the most part today. And Roquan Smith, as well as Patrick Queen, really had good games today. Yeah. Yeah, Patrick Queen got the game started in a big way, getting that yes. at the start of the game. Um, can't say enough about his game. And Roquan, like you said, both of them playing sideline to sideline football, playing. I mean, I, it was a couple of times I, I saw the text. I'm watching the game and I'm like, I don't understand why the Texans continue to try to get to the outside on these guys. You you right. to go east and west <laughs> against this Ravens defense. You're, you're going to be in some trouble. And I think sometimes it looked to me at times where the Texans were being a little too conservative. And yeah. I feel like the way to get to this Ravens defense, you can't play scared against them. You, you, I understand. Yeah, you know, I, I understand how they can be intimidating at times. The the whole aura of the the organization and historically how the defenses have been here, the defensive standards in Baltimore are high. Um, but you have to you have to put pressure on them. And I just thought that the Texans didn't where they could have. They did yep. some good things. That play action was working early. They got it. They got into a groove with Robert Woods. He had converted on three straight third downs yep. for them. Um, but I just felt like they weren't when when they could have. 
they didn't really put pressure on the Ravens defense. And that's a credit to the Ravens. They they did a good job against the run today. Matt Abike had a good game. Uh, I thought anytime you see a defensive tackle get a sack almost by the numbers, you got to give them credit um, yep. for, for that. I thought Adolfe Owe did a really good job today. I saw him sailing the edge quite a bit. Um, Jadavian Clowney was busy. They, I, I thought a lot of people uh, had good games defensively, but Patrick Queen, who I thought probably had the best game defensively, he he said that he felt like they, you know, the defense could, should have done more. He flat out said he felt like they should have dominated the Texans and they gave them some stuff. And and you look, I, I could get it. You always want have plays you want back, but I, I thought the defense won them the game today. I agree with that. I definitely think that they definitely stepped up um, and played well. Um, in terms of pats on the hat, who if you had any guys that you would would give the the pat on the hat to today, who would it be? Yeah, I, I mean, I'll start with the guy. I just mentioned him, Patrick Queen. Patrick Queen, I thought, had a really good game. Um, Patrick Queen was one of the leaders out there. He set the tone, getting that sack deep in the backfield. Everybody had questions about this pass rush, and I kept saying Patrick Queen is a part of that pass rush. It's not just mm-hmm. those guys on the front. You have to include guys like him, guys like Roquan, and guys like Kyle Hamilton uh, that are really good blitzers. But, hey, what about our Darius Washington as yep. well, you know, and Marlon's good, a good blitzer off the edge. So I think when we look at them defensively in terms of the pass rush, you got to include all of them, and that includes Patrick Queen. I agree. Patrick Queen had a, a great um, game today. I, I, I'll try to find one on the offensive side. I'll give it to Zay, right? Nine okay. receptions uh, for 78 yards. Again, I know he had some, some, you know, some tackles for a loss a couple of those times. Um, but I definitely thought that in his first action uh, in the NFL, he had a really good outing. It was really good to see him. And, and I'm excited to see what exactly he'll be able to do um, as we see more of him this season. So that part was fun. That was probably one of the main bright spots that we saw from the offense on Sunday. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I'll, I'll give another one. And, you know, I thought J.K. Dobbins played really good before going he out. He, he was he was looking really good. He had already scored the touchdown. I would make the argument he was about to get his second touchdown of the day had he not gotten hurt when he did because Justice Hill was able to come in and get the touchdown the very next play. So right. I, I thought Dobbins was playing really well, not only in the run game, but also in the pass game as well. And not even just receiving, looked really good in pass protect on a day where the Ravens offensive line struggled on the times that they did keep him back there to pass protect. He looked good on a, on a, a couple of occasions where I specifically watched him. Yeah. He'll definitely be missed um, this season. I'll give one more. Uh, I, I'll give it to David Ajabo. You know, Hey, that was a nice strip sack fumble. You got to take what you can get. It definitely looked good. You feel optimistic about his seeing him in his first action. Uh, since, you know, he played, what, the last two games of the season, both against Cincinnati. Uh, but we really just didn't know much about Ajabo. So it was good to see him getting his feet wet and really what it is, his rookie campaign and right. uh, in, in the first game of this season. So we'll talk more about that this week. We'll be hearing from Coach Harbaugh um, on Monday to find out the statuses of Marcus Williams, Ronnie Stanley, and Tyler Lindenbaum, and hopefully there'll be some good news there. So we'll we'll wait till then to really, you know, go through what, what the status update is on that. But basically, look, ugly. I'm used to seeing ugly wins, Cordell. I am very used to seeing ugly wins. 
I mean, you hate to see the injuries, right. of course, but the ugly wins are very Baltimore. Uh, whether it's baseball or football, doesn't matter. <laughs> it's very right. one brand for Baltimore sports, in my opinion. Definitely. You'll take the win. A lot of teams lost in week one that probably, you know, shouldn't have. So, you know, the Ravens find a way to get it done at home against a team they're supposed to beat. You'll take it. Absolutely. We'll talk more about this on Tuesday. We want to thank you all for listening. So from Cordell to me, this is Winning Drive. Twenty four hundred Sports is an Odyssey company. 